It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do, what it do. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast on the Up and Up Network. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm, man. What's up, boss? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm excited, bro. Yeah? Yeah. How you feeling? I like the energy in here right now. Yeah, bro. You the ambiance is really is set, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling grateful. Gratitude is my attitude. Hey. Always. Always, I man. I like that. You know, they say your attitude like determines that. your latitude. Oh. Well, I'm high as a... No, you, know you better saying? take your church. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, man. Come on, man. Okay. Kanye, Kanye said that. Kanye said yeah. that. Let's not get carried away, man. All but right, but anyway, right. uh, for those first-time listeners tuning in, as I stated, this is the Up and Up podcast. Uh, this is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture, uh, right? We do that mm-hmm. by providing amazing stories of individuals, groups, movements, right? Yep. People who are really carving lanes, man, becoming pioneers in their own right. Um, and, and making a way for not only themselves, but their community and those coming from behind. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got to shout out the family members. Right. Always. That's mandatory. Mm-hmm. So we want to shout out all the family members, the supporters, the listeners, the viewers, um, the people who probably ain't told us they engage with us. But, you know, they be peeping and watching. But, you know, they show love too. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Shout out to y'all too. everybody's yeah. family to us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate y'all. And by the time you listen to this episode, we, w- we would actually have surpassed the four-year mark so oh yeah um yeah man so if you've been rocking with us this long man we we about to graduate oh yeah yeah man so salute salute to y'all we appreciate y'all and if this is your first time tuning in welcome to the family right Mm -hmm. um now man getting that out the way you know what we do here obviously um as i stated we we try to provide um really um inspiring and motivating stories right and 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 getting to people's journeys right and I'm, i'm super excited because um, today's guest, I would say, is someone who who's actually took it upon himself to create a platform. But not only has he created a platform, he uses his platform to lead amongst the people, right, um, in an upward direction, I would say, right? Um, he's definitely a true culture cultivator who's keeping everything he's doing on the up and up. Uh, a little bit of insight, he is the founder of Exciting Young and Growing Outdoors and Adventuring Service Experience, known as Miles Height Club. Um, just to give some insight on the platform, their mission Uh, Since the start has been to enlighten, inspire, and foster memorable bonds as they unlock the adventurer and those exploring the great outdoors. And since 2019, Miles High Club has aimed to provide top-notch experiences for all all of us in the great outdoors. Um, And, 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 you know, what's dope is they, they meet you where you're at. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, obviously they got to meet us all at the bottom to get to the top. Right. <laughs> but, the, but what I mean by that is they meet you where you're at. So whether it's your first time hiking or whether it's your 200th hike and you're a super expert, they're there for you. Right. To guide you through. Um, and their 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 mission is to take us higher and go higher. Right. As they say, I'm super excited. We're super excited. We're honored to have him here today. Our guest is none other than the trailblazer himself, James Booby Miles. Can we get a round of applause? Yeah. Give it up. Give it up. <laughs> How you doing, boss? Uh, 
Man, first of all, I am so grateful to be here. Yes, sir. I love the energy. I, I love what you all are doing. Mm -hmm. You all are really setting the stage for everybody else. Mm -hmm. So Thank you, I feel great, man. I'm honored that you guys invited me to come on here. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm excited to chop it up. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. It's yes, a pleasure sir. to have yeah, you, bro. It's a pleasure to have you. Long sure. overdue, right? Long yeah. overdue. Yeah. They always be yeah. to say that, right? Don't yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> about time y'all had me up here. <laughs> nah, man, it's, it's, it's a pleasure to have you here, man. We're super excited. Um, so if you're familiar with the show, obviously we start every episode with the quote of the day, something to get the vibe right, you know, get the conversation started. Yes, sir. Brother man, Erm is the man of the quotes. All right. What, what all you got right. for us? So the quote of the day is, it isn't the mountains ahead to climb that wear you out. It's the pebble in your shoe. Mm. Mm. I see what you yes, did sir. there. Yeah. Mm. See what I did. I see, man. Yeah. Man. Well played. Come on, man. Mm. But, but what does that mean to you? I mean, it's like you're never really too tired or like you're not worn out for the big like you're you're the big picture pretty much. It's mm. like you got to pay attention to the details. You mm. know what I mean? So mm. that's how I took it, you know. Mm. And once you pay attention to the details, you'll climb that mountain easy. Mm. Who, who's that quote by? Muhammad Ali. Come on, man. Mm. Come on. Yeah. Can, can you run that back one more time? I yep. want that to register with me. Yes, sir. Personally. So the quote is, it isn't the mountains ahead to climb that wear you out. It's the pebble in your shoe. Mm. Hell yeah, bro. That's deep. Mm -hmm. That's deep, man. I love it. Well, um, I see what you did there, man. You lined it up perfectly. Um, yes, but, but so, so, so booby, as you like to be yes. uh, referred to, right? Um, now with Miles High Club, right? And, and, and most people we have up here, they have their own visions. They have their own outlook in terms of why they do what they do. So for, from your outlook, what would you say can best describe um, where the mission from Miles High Club kind of stems from? So um, there's a lot of different places, right? So for starters, uh, I know a lot of people that are from Seattle mm -hmm. um, that have never been hiking mm. or actually don't really go hiking. And it's crazy to me, I'm one of them. especially black people. Yeah. Uh, when we look at the number of people that are visited national parks like Mount Rainier, yeah, you know, Cascades, things like that, uh, only four percent of them were minority, and about one point two percent of them were actually black. Mm. So when I'm having these conversations with a lot of different people out here, a lot of the homies that yeah. look like me, yeah, they're blown away that first of all I'm doing this business, yeah, but then I'm blown away equally that they don't go to their backyard, mm. yeah. And so, really, what we want to do is just make it accessible. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I, I want to make hiking relatable. Mm -hmm. I want to make hiking um, accessible for all people, no matter their skill set, no matter their mm -hmm. ethnicity, no matter their age, mm -hmm. no matter their abilities. Mm -hmm. Right? Th there's a lot of stigma and fear around hiking. Mm. And I just want to let them know, listen, I'm just another brother like you out here trying to get it. Yeah. Like, we can we can make it work because yeah. it's actually very easy. There's mm. nothing difficult about hiking yeah. because there's a hike for everybody. And so that's why I said, whether well, it's your first one or your thousandth, yeah. we have a hike for you. Yeah. We're in the Pacific Northwest. There's hikes mm. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about it. So it's really breaking down those barriers and making it really accessible for mm. a lot of people. Man, that's, 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 that's amazing, bro, because I think a lot of – a lot of success in a lot of other industries comes from making things very user friendly, as they mm -hmm. like to say, or, you know what I mean? Making it accessible and, and giving people a, a entry point, you know, sometimes yeah. you don't know what, what, what can come of something, but it's hard to start for a lot of people. And I think, like you said, man, you want to make it easy for people to just start. Right. Mm -hmm. No, that's real, bro. Definitely, man. That's dope. Thank so, you for sharing. Um, let's take it back, man. Let's talk about your upbringing, 
Where you from? Yeah. You know, what yeah. was it like growing up? So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so first of all, shout out to my mother, shout out to my sister, I shout out to my grandmother. I literally would not be who I am today had it not been for those three. Mm -hmm. um, I am a very confident person, and it comes from them. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it really is because they did an amazing job at building me up when I got too low and knocking me down when I got too big. Mm. Right. Yeah. They, they did a great job yeah. at, like, trying to keep that balance because I think that's important. Yeah. So I'm yeah. from Chicago. Shout out. Um, shout out to the shy. Shout out to the crib. Um, and then from there, I went to Howard University in Washington D.C. Mm -hmm. Loved going to D uh, to Howard and living in D.C. That yeah. was a remarkable decision. And actually, I went there because of my mother. Mm. Uh, my mother was like, "You have to leave, and mm. you you can't be a drive away. You have to be a flight away." Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, like you have to go. Yeah. Um, and so I went there. And my sister went to Hampton. It's a little. You know, family rivalry all the time, but it's just love. It's always love. Yep, you understand. You understand. And then from there, um, I ended up living in L.A. for a year, which was phenomenal. And then it's crazy to say I've been out here for almost six years. Mm. Yeah, uh, time wow. flies, man. Time flies. Time flies when, time when, when, real, you're, man. when, you, when wow. you're having fun and you're enjoying what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. You know? So so shout out again back to my mother. Shout out to her because she had my sister and I heavily involved in everything. Mm -hmm. So... um I played basketball. Basketball's my first love. Okay. Like, yes, sir. Like, I still play three times a week. So, if anybody in this room want to get it, come on. Look, look, before. I got some runs for you. No, no, no. We talked about that. We can get it. I'm always with it. I keep the shoes in the car Let's just go. in case. Right? Like, Let's you know, go. real hoopers. It never do. ends. It never ends. Right? So, so did basketball. I did track and field. I did football until Drumline took over. I'm also a drummer. Been drumming since Come I was uh, about four years okay. old. Oh, yeah. I actually played the drums at Howard University. I was on the uh, the drum line there, so that was absolutely amazing. Um, was it? Is it? Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but is it? Is it? Is it like? Is it real like that? The, like the, the battles of drum line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, I, was, yeah. I mean, me personally, I, my so, only experience is seeing Nick Cannon go crazy on the drums. Yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I will say that I wish my experience was like that one because ours was way more intense wow they had it oh, easy yeah. in the movie yeah. we was doing things that i was just like are you sure <laughs> is this necessary <laughs> but all of a sudden you go through all of that conditioning you go through all of that at the time felt like hell mm -hmm. and then when it comes game day and you realize that you're the only entity that is playing from 9 a.m until 5 p.m yeah everybody else in the band get breaks yeah but the drum line never stops mm. And so you got to be able to keep going. You got to build up that endurance. <laughs> yeah. So it makes yeah. sense yeah, it does, while yeah. we out there, you know what I'm saying, at all hours of the morning, all hours of the That's night right. getting yeah. it, right? Yeah. Things like that. It was amazing. The drumline battles are absolutely real. Yeah. Uh, wow. I had a, several different drumline battles. Uh, we The drumline itself actually used to tour the country doing competitions, not the band, the drumline. So that's why when people be like, oh, you was in a marching band? Hold up, Sugarfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I was on. The drum the line. The drum, drum line. line. Yeah, different. Yeah. I was on the drum it's line. Drizzy. I wasn't in the marching band. Shout out to them. So the drum line's like, the, they're the David Ruffin of the, the whole it. band. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get it. I, for, for, for those of you who don't understand what he's trying to say, y'all know about the temptations. They're the David Ruffin of the band. It makes sense. Right. So, um, so yeah, so, so that That's was dope. also another element. My mom had me in plays. I did a play with Judge Mathis growing up. Like What? Uh, I was oh, in wow. concert band, jazz band. I mean, like, literally, I did. I was yeah. never home. No, I that was. that that I'm sorry to cut you off, but this is this is dope that you're explaining this because I think what it shows is um, 
you have no problem trying your hand at stuff, right? Exactly. No, and and exactly. early on in life, that's when it's super important, you know what I mean, to to just try your hand at stuff. Even if it doesn't stick, you said I did it, I attempted it, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You know. That's important. That's a great point you bring up. And again, my mother, mm -hmm. she told me, you will try everything. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, you will at least finish that. And then we don't got to go back. So, for example, baseball. Yeah. That wasn't me. Let's keep it a bill. That wasn't yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't my calling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and and summertime was really the exploration time, right? So like, I would do all these different camps and really figure out what I liked. Yeah. So she put me in a baseball camp. Hated it. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah. And she was like, "Okay, but you're not going to quit this camp. You've yeah. got to finish out this six week or whatever. And then after that, and it's good. After we're that, good. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not going to quit. Yeah. Yeah. So Man, those, you're going to ride this out. Yeah. And so yeah, she she just exposed me to everything, which is also why. I feel good in any room I'm in mm. because I have so much experience mm -hmm. with different backgrounds mm -hmm. that I can relate to the quote unquote nerd that nobody talks to. I can relate to like the brainiac that's, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I yeah. can relate to the athletes. I yeah. can relate to the theater kids. Yeah. I can relate to the hikers. Like, yeah. cause I, I've done stuff. Yeah. Very, very adaptable and versatile. And, right. um, yeah, that's actually a common thing. We always talk about this is crazy. Cause a lot of guests that we have on the show, when we do ask about the upbringing, it, it's like, it's crazy how much of those things play a role in today, right, in your adult life. Those things that you just didn't really know were significant end up being some of the most significant, you know, traits and characteristics to help you succeed in life. So Absolutely. That's dope, and, then, and then I think about the friends I have, yeah. right? Like yeah. some of my best friends came from them horrible days playing ball, doing, yeah. I was going to yeah. say suicides, uh, uh. what we call it today. Lines, lines, yeah. lines, lines, oh, yeah. lines, right? Like doing line drills, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like, like those are some of my best yeah, friends. Yeah. Like we was in the trenches. Together. Those like, are the really, those are really the trenches. Oh yeah. <laughs> those are sure. truly the yeah. trenches or, or like some of my best friends came from the drum line. Like, you know, like yeah. that's where the, the real friendships were formed for me because mm -hmm. you're together for hours on end. Yeah. You know, no, that, that sounds like you had a really eventful upbringing, man. And, and, and. Um, active one. <laughs> Very <laughs> active. So were there like any specific lessons that you took from all that that transcended and kind of just stuck with you like just till now to this day? Um, or even coming out of Chicago, like kind of growing yeah. past those teen years and saying, okay, Man. it's time to grow up. So there's a couple ones. So let's answer this question first. Um, be open-minded, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. There's no way you could have told me that, you know, like, uh, you know, when you think about band, holistically, a lot of people think like band nerd, band geek, right? Yeah. I don't think I was ever that. I have quirky ways and mm -hmm. tendencies, mm -hmm. but like because of my mother and being like, no, you're going to do these different things. Mm -hmm. It forced me to be extremely open minded, mm -hmm. not only to the experience, but to people. Yeah. And so. That, that is one thing that has truly transcended all my years is just really being open-minded to yeah. experiences, to different people, to different thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, I may not have to agree, mm -hmm. yeah. but I'm absolutely open-minded to different ways of doing things. Yeah. And yep. then leaving Chicago and going away to school where I couldn't just come home whenever I wanted to yeah. was the best decision, one mm -hmm. of the best decisions I've ever made. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it forced me to grow. Mm. I grew and matured so much in that first semester that it was unreal. Yeah. And so from there, that really taught me about different cultures and mm. different um, different philosophies and that like 
what I was raised to believe is great, but that's not the only correct way to do things. Yeah, that's not all there is. That's not all there is. Mm -hmm, And so I was experiencing all these different people from all these different places. And then let's also back up and, and really identify the fact that I also then experienced all these different people from the diaspora. Mm-hmm. That was also a whole other thing because you have what media was training you to believe is that black people are a monolith. Yeah. And then I went to Howard University and it was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. We got Jack and Jill kids. We got people that yep. probably just sold a little drugs before they came here. Yeah. We got people that are, you know, like yeah. trust fund yeah. babies. Yeah. We got people that are from all the yeah. different islands. The right? spectrum like, is very. The spectrum was so long. broad. We got people that have never listened to hip hop in their life. Yeah. And only listen to like EDM and rock, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, wow, it, it was yeah. just, it yeah. was so different and mind blowing to yeah. me. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, that actually then enticed me to really find out who I am. Yeah. And not try and fit into a mold that society or other people said that I was. Yep. Yeah. So those were leaving Chicago and, and uh, like being so involved. Like, those are some of the key things that I still take with me today. Yeah. It's really just like a confidence, a higher level of confidence yeah. in who I am. No, I love that, bro. And, and I, I, you always hear that about, like, specifically Howard University. I read a book, um, um, Between the World and Me. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Phenomenal. a dope book. Yeah. Um, Tennessee Coates. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Howard DeLong. Yeah, and he, that book is crazy because he's essentially just explaining his whole experience on campus, like yeah. being there, and it's crazy when he when he when he talks about it in so in such description, just how impactful it is, you know. But you know, for for most of us in this room, obviously, who went through that higher learning phase and going through college and, and going through that undergrad, I would say at least, um, going through that and then knowing, okay, eventually this is going to end. Like, what did you do to kind of prepare yourself before you left school, right? And saying, okay, it's time to jump into quote unquote real world, because. You know, a lot of people who listen to this show or watch it, some of them may currently be in school and they're they're kind of at that point where they're like, all right, I know this is what I'm studying. I know this is what I want to do, but we <laughs> it ain't always going to be the way you think it's going to be when you get out. But what, what do you got to say about that? Expose yourself to as many things as you can. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like the safety net of college. Mm-hmm. That I mean, you could try everything and fail and it is okay. Yeah, It's yeah. completely okay. Yeah. The only obstacle that you have, especially in college, is yourself. Right. And so that's the best time to try everything. And so that's exactly what I did. I was involved in all these different clubs. I interned for a congresswoman when I was in D.C. Yeah. I uh, got into radio simply because people was like, yo, you have a great voice. You should do this. You got that quiet storm. (laughs) Right. So so I was like, well, let me try it. Right. And so I was on Sirius Channel 141 for some years. I did um, voiceover work on the side as well. And then found out that's not for me. I actually really liked that. I was Mm -hmm. doing it for other people. But I tried it. You tried it. And I was like, yeah, this isn't it. Right. I always had an internship lined up on the summer when I'd yep. go back home. Yep. I was a En-ROADS alum. So En-ROADS, and for those that don't know, En-ROADS is a nonprofit organization that specializes in getting minority students paid internships with Fortune 500 companies. Okay. So you have to get into them. Mm-hmm. And once you get into them, mm-hmm. then they set you up. Yep. And so, like, I applied to get into them. I couldn't get in the first time. I got in the second time. And that opened up so many doors. But regardless, first of all, perseverance. Yeah. I, I could have, like, walked away after the first time they said no. But I was like, you know what? Yeah. I belong. Yeah. yeah. And also, I, w- I went to school f- to be a lawyer. So my, my degree is actually legal communications. Okay. Um, junior year, I decided, 
that ain't for me. Yeah. I'm not about to be no lawyer. Yeah, yeah. I, it didn't make sense why you was writing 100-page briefs when you could have summed this up in three pages max. <laughs> like, it just didn't make sense to me. So I had there's no There's so many ways to communicate. Oh, there's so many ways. There's so many ways, right? Like, matter of fact, call me. Yeah. Send a voice note. Yeah, you yeah, did yeah. not have to type all of this. So so um, I decided junior year that I wasn't going to be a lawyer, but by that point, I wasn't about to be a five-year student. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I got to finish this out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I applied to Inroads, they actually said no because we don't have any law firms. Mm. And so I was like, ah, you know, it is what it is. Well, I went to their ambassador program on campus, Mm -hmm. and I don't remember this woman at all, but apparently I met her. She called me, and she was like, yo, I I really liked your energy. I really loved your questions. I think you'd be great for HR. And I was like, I don't know anything about HR. Mm -hmm. And she said, great. Uh, What I want you to do is research it and write a paper on why you think you'd be good for it and send it to me by tonight. So I'm in the library already studying. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I don't even know nothing about H. What are you saying to me? It's <laughs> like, here, go write a script about a movie. Right, literally, literally. And so that <laughs> night, I was already in the library. I started researching HR. And I was like, oh, I kind of like it. Yeah. Let, me, let me get it. Yeah. Sent it to her. She, she read it. And she said, congratulations, you're in. And that's how I became an inroads yeah. uh, participant, right? And literally, that within the next couple of weeks, she had set up three interviews for me. Mm. And wow. that's how I start getting these internships and like, yeah, I mean, yeah. just. No, it, it, it sounds like it's, you know, and I think it, it's kind of cliche sometimes, but it, it is important, man. It's not so much what you know, but it's who you know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I always like to add on to that. It's not what you know, it's who you know, but it's also how well they know you, right? Because, you know, people know a lot of people, but yeah. they don't know who you are and what you're trying to bring to the table and your perseverance. She tested you. She put that out there, right? Yeah. She probably already knew she was going to give it to you, but she just wanted to see how bad you wanted it. hundred percent. You know what I mean? And, and, and honestly, to this day, that's my girl. Yeah. Her birthday just passed. Like we was just chopping it up. Yeah, like yeah. that's, that's, we became actually good friends. Yeah. Like she just turned 39. Um, mm-hmm. So she's significantly older, mm-hmm. but like we became great friends yeah. because she was my coach throughout that whole yeah. time. So we'd be talking on a monthly basis. And next thing you know, she was like, yeah, I ain't got nothing to coach you. So how's your day? Yeah. And we'd just be chopping it up. I would yeah. tell her our spring break was wild. Like yeah, we were, we yeah. became good friends. <laughs> she actually, amazing. she came out here uh, for her 35th yeah. and we hung out and tore Seattle up. Like, yeah. like it's, Damn, that's dope. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, dope, that was, man. that was a great relationship. That's dope. And I, again, like I said, it, what people can pull from that is like, yo, give yourself some grace first and foremost. Like, you know, the, the path is never linear, <laughs> right? Especially 100%. navigating college in it's itself, not. but coming out of college is not linear as well. So, like you said, give yourself some grace, but go meet some people. Go meet, <laughs> go some, meet people. some people, man. Yeah. Man, that's that's really my whole life is yeah. like me meeting people and being yeah. like just finding out what they're doing and then just building off of that. I mean, I know so many amazing people and Miles High Club wouldn't be here yeah. if it wasn't for other people mm-hmm. yeah. and other people telling me that I can make money off of this. Yeah. Like Mosaic, which was a um, – a men's group that I had yeah, wouldn't sure. be here had it not been for somebody else asking me yeah. f- to brunch. Like, I mean, when I, l- I wouldn't be in HR had yeah. it not been for somebody like everything I do is not only because of other people, but it's also because of divine appointment and alignment. Mm. I mean, there, there's, there's no questions about any of that, right? Mm. Like the way, anytime I look at my life, I can clearly see God's hand on it mm. and I can clearly see him aligning different people to help me get to that next step. Mm. It, yeah. It's, it's unreal. No, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah. Now, well, I'll get before we get into Miles High Club because I, I want to get into that in terms of like kind of what started the, the whole journey of that. 
in terms of what what kind of said let's go let's go for it but prior to that you you moved to seattle right and you had to get your footing right um and then me and we're talking before the show about the mosaic mm. brunch which you just alluded yeah. to mm-hmm. um can you talk a little bit about how that may have helped you kind of be more comfortable and established in this city um and what that did for you and uh, for, for which part mosaic yeah mosaic yeah yeah talk so so let's back up and actually explain what mosaic uh, was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mosaic was a safe space for men to come together to be their most authentic selves mm-hmm. around others who are going to hold them accountable towards achievement, mm-hmm. right? That was our mission. Um, it started because there was a gentleman that came up to uh, my best friend, OG Blast, Bobby mm-hmm. Ackenborough. Yes, yeah, sir. Up and up podcast alum. Yeah, Shout yeah, out yeah, Bobby. yeah, yeah. <laughs> up and up. Yep, 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 yep. Um, he came up to us one day and said, hey, I see you guys often. I feel like I can learn something from you. Can I please go out to brunch with you guys? And we was like, you know me and Bobby, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Man, man, it's whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. let's run it. Like, yeah. I'm always open to break bread with anybody. Yeah. And so the three of us that were very busy, and so we were having trouble solidifying, like, when we were going to meet, right? Mm. And then, but we would always see, so, eat, see each other in church. Yeah. And so then finally we was like, all right, well, look, uh, what, what are we going to talk about? Like, what do you want to know from us, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then we start talking, and we was like, all right, well, I mean, I feel like, other people might like this too. And so then I really started looking at my female friends. I have a lot of female friends Mm -hmm. and I was realizing one of the main differences between them and men is that females can just get together and do whatever they're going to do. Right. Like it doesn't, it it doesn't need to be an event. Yeah. And, and they also are way safer in their environments to be more expressive Mm -hmm. and also their catalog and their adjective to express these emotions is way deeper than men's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so they already had safe spaces for them. Mm. Black men didn't have safe spaces. Mm. Yeah. And so that's what we actually wanted to create out here. Mm -hmm. I realized that I knew a lot of awesome black men. Bobby knew a lot of awesome black men that I didn't know. This other gentleman knew a lot of awesome black men. Uh, Mo, yeah. who was also uh, on the board. He knew a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And we just started bringing them together. Mm-hmm. And, and on a monthly basis, we would get these black men together and we would discuss real topics. And we wanted it to be a safe space mm-hmm. for black men to come together and really just talk yeah. and just open up yeah. and share their thoughts and then also break bread with each other yeah. and help uplift each other. Yeah. Right. And so we did it for about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And then uh, February 2020 hit. Yeah. And so, and so we were like, well, I mean, we have to keep doing this. So, so we then transitioned to zoom. Okay. And that made it, uh, that changed the entire complexity and, and, and texture of what we were doing. Yeah, for sure. And, and one of the main reasons is it no longer felt like a safe space, no fault to anybody that was participating. But now all of a sudden people were really looking forward to mosaic because it was their excuse to get out of the house and away from life. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They are now having these calls and these deep conversations in home, like yeah. at their home, right? Yeah. So, so, so some of them are like they got their kids still running yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Some of them couldn't quite focus because they still have life yeah. responsibilities. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing like the the personal, physical, human connection. You yeah. Nothing like that. You get nothing it. can mimic that. Nothing can duplicate. You that. get it. I don't care um, what it is. And so, and so, and then also, it was just another Zoom meeting, right? Like you got people being in Zoom meetings. For yeah. 40 hours a week. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm saying, hey, let me get to your Sunday for a couple hours, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I was feeling bad about that. So so we actually ended up pausing it um, and stopping it uh, throughout that because, like, restaurants weren't open, all mm-hmm. that kind of good mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I get asked, oh, man, 
maybe every week, every other week, yeah. when are we bringing it back? Yeah. So, so that's something that I, I've uh, actively been thinking about bringing it back. Yeah. Um, and maybe in a different capacity because yeah. I know that my calling is people. Yeah. I, I know that my purpose on this earth is people and connecting people. I don't know in what capacity, but I know that that is one of my gifts. Yeah. And I, and so I'm just, I just lean into it. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, man. And thank you for sharing and explaining that because I think, you know, obviously in due time, I'm pretty sure we'll get it back. Right. But it's good for people to hear that you guys have created that um, because it's needed no matter what, you know what I'm saying? It's needed everywhere, honestly. So if someone can hear that and say, yo, let me go just try that with my homies, just five of us. It don't got to be super structured. Right. But it's just a concept of, getting together, you know what I'm saying, being vulnerable, being expressive, and just, again, exchanging dialogue to learn from each other and help each other grow is, is important, man. You know, one of my um, life quotes is, who's not being blessed because I'm not operating in my authentic self? And so what I mean by that is the more vulnerable I got in those mosaic meetings, the more vulnerable everybody else got, and the more powerful it got. And the more healing happened and transpired, right? Mm. But I but I realized I had to lead into that, yeah. right? Because people aren't just going to open up, especially when there's 30 people in a room and they only know two, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. right? Mm-hmm. And so I was realizing that, like, by me being my authentic self, it was giving permission to somebody else to be their authentic self. And now all of a sudden, because that person was uh, their authentic self, it was a domino effect. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, people are taking things from it. And now people are healing generational stuff that they didn't even it's know crazy. they had. People are thinking about different topics that they had never yeah. thought about. Yeah. People are discussing things that yeah. they only kept within themselves. Yeah. And they're doing it in a safe space around other people that look like them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a domino effect. And it, it's crazy yeah. what, what happens when they leave, <laughs> you know, yeah. who that pours into. So yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. dope, man. Yeah. Um, it, it was, I mean, I only pulled up once, but um, I could co-sign that exactly because, I mean, I was kind of a little timid mm-hmm. when I walked in, but, man, towards the end, I was like, damn, you know, this mm-hmm. is yeah. dope. Like, I could feel myself getting comfortable, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Hell so, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, you know, It was dope. Nah, know? man. For Absolutely. sure. Now, now, um, now, when it comes to Miles Hot Club, right, so you guys started in 2020, 2019? 2019. 2019, right? Um now, when it comes to kind of saying, okay, I want to start this, I want to create this, you obviously had a passion for hiking, right? Uh, or yeah. you created one, or you, you fell I, into I, one? I had a passion because yeah. I lived out here. Yeah, okay. So so how did you go from saying, okay, I enjoy doing this, to I want to merge a business model to it, and not only just for business purposes, but to create the opportunity for others to do it. Like, what was that process like, and how did that kind of start to build? Was it all at once, or was it? It's very, it's very simple. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. And this goes back to what I was saying earlier. People. Mm-hmm. I knew other people. Other people spoke into me. Other people gave me the ideas. Mm-hmm. Other people um, uplifted it. Other people helped me out. Mm-hmm. And then I just executed it. Gotcha. Right. So so if we were to back up, I've always been into fitness and athletics. Always, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, look, before I came here, I was working out and playing ball. Yeah. Right? Like, always into it. And in Seattle, as we know, hiking is life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like instead of people wearing Nikes on the street, they be wearing their hiking boots. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it is really yeah. in the culture. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I had a friend of mine take me on my first hike when I was out here in like 2016 or so. Mm-hmm. And then I fell in love with it. And then I, I was like, oh, my gosh, wait, this is still a great workout. And then it's super rewarding. Oh, 
This is lit. Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen nothing like this yeah. before. The Midwest is all flat. DC don't got no mountains. LA only has hills. Yeah. So like, yeah. this is this is lit. Yeah. And so, I tried getting my friends to go all the time, mm-hmm. and they simply did not want to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so the next thing you know, I found myself putting together like hodgepodge groups of people. Right. So like a friend from this group, a friend from this group, yeah. a friend from this group, and next thing you know, I'd be introducing them because we all wanted to go hiking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now like that's I was just kept doing that. And a um, a really successful entrepreneur, one of my friends, uh, based out of Chicago, he has an Instagram page called Black People Eats. Okay. And uh, so shout out to him. Shout out to Jeremy Joyce out of Chicago. He reached out to me and he was like, yeah, booby, like, I know you love hiking, but did you know you can get paid to do this? <laughs> and I'm like, Jeremy, what? Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't make sense to yeah, me. Yeah. And he was like, nah, you can get paid to do this. And I'm like, bro, who really about to pay a dude like me to take him hiking? Like, yeah. it didn't make yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, just go on Airbnb Experiences and create a page. I'd also never heard of Airbnb Experiences. I, I didn't even know they. Oh, yeah, yeah. they got that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, it's big time. Yeah. Oh, that's a thing. Okay. I never heard of it. So yeah. this was in October of 2018 when he reached out to me. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, all right, fine. So I created a page literally right after. Airbnb got back to me in November and they said, Hey, we actually hate everything about your page. <laughs> like they literally on every category, they wanted me to change it. Like every category. Right. And so I was like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. This wasn't a real thing anyway. I didn't think yeah. I could get yeah. paid off this anyway. Yeah. So like, yeah. I'm not tripping. Yeah. December, they got back to me and they said, congratulations, you're approved. Mm-hmm. And I changed nothing on my page <laughs> from the, from their edits that they had in November. Okay. Oh man. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So next thing you know, my page is live and I'm getting blown up. People are hitting me up, right? Yeah. Crazy. And so I'm like, oh, this might be a real thing. Mm-hmm. So I went in there and I actually then t- took heed, right? And I started changing things on my page and mm-hmm. like things like that. And so January 19, 2019, I did my first hike. Okay. And then all of a sudden did some more and did some more. And in that first year in 2019, um, Ended up taking 250 people hiking. Wow. 50 days, only on Saturdays. And it was just me, only on Saturdays. Because I still had a full-time job. I was yeah. still doing Mosaic. Yep. At that, uh, like, it, there, there was a lot that I was juggling at that time. Yeah. yeah. And so I could only do Saturdays. So I only took two Saturdays off that whole year. Yeah. yeah. And it was 250 people, just me. And so then I was like, oh, this is a real thing. Oh, this is a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> After 250 hikes here, this is <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is real. It's happening. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is real. Yeah. So so that's how we got started. It literally was only because Jeremy Joyce reached out to me yeah. and said, hey, you know, you can get paid to do this. Mm-hmm. That was literally yeah. the only reason. Man. I want to stop there just for a second because I think that's a really powerful message for a lot of people who find themselves doing something, A, they're good at, um, B, they truly enjoy doing, like they would do it for free, that sometimes they get clouded um, and not understanding like, yo, know your value, know your worth, right? And know how to leverage it, right? And know where to leverage it, right? Um, and as, I feel like that was kind of the process of you developing that, right? Because it's also, you got to know what you, you got to be good at it too, right? So how did you develop it? I mean, you say you're already already confident in every room you go into, but when you're leading people. <laughs> but 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 you know what? I'm I'm confident, but I'm also humble. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. so so this is how I end every single hike. Every single hike, and I've always done this since the beginning. Okay. I asked them, what made you book? Because I'm not the only page out here. So yeah, like yeah, what yeah. made you book with us? What did you think of the entire experience from 
looking at the page from the communication back and forth leading up to the hike mm-hmm. to the meeting point mm-hmm. all the way until being back in the car after the hike. Mm-hmm. What did you think? And then how can we improve? Give us feedback on what we can do better. Mm-hmm. That question alone has changed my entire business. Mm-hmm. And I asked that at the end of every single hike. So mm-hmm. you think we now have over 1,100 data points mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of people being like, yeah, this is what you could tweak, this is what you could tweak. Yep. So if you booked a hike with us last year, it's not going to be the same thing this year yeah. because there's things that have changed. Yeah. There's things that have evolved. Yeah. And, th- and they could be simple things, yeah. right? Like, like for example, we just added a video on our yeah. Airbnb experiences page. Yeah. Oh, wow. We yeah. only had pictures. Yeah. But somebody was like, yo, I think it'd be really cool if you had a video so I can see what you do. Yeah. Say no more. Video's yeah. up now. Yep. It's amazing. Right? Yeah. People being like, oh, man, I... I didn't know what I should bring. Yeah. Oh, say no more. Now, when you book, you get yeah. an, an intro email yeah. that not only says, uh, like, where we're meeting yeah. and the time and stuff, yeah. but then it mm-hmm. says, hey, we're providing water and snacks. If you want something heartier, like a sandwich, feel free to bring that yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, like it's literally just because of all these data points. The development. Yeah. That's how you develop it, 100%. Man. But you got to do it. And then you develop yeah. it as you do it. You got, And <laughs> yeah. you have to ask those questions. You have to be willing for yes. whatever feedback is yeah. going to come. Yes. Yep. And we ask that all the time. I love that, bro. All the time. And, and even, and you know, sometimes people get a little nervous. Like, oh, no, it was perfect. Thank you. But now how can we make it even better? Yeah. 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 And then all of a sudden you get people be like, well, I might be a little nitpicky, but that's all fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Be yeah. nitpicky. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. Tell me what we can do to be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that single question has really helped change and move this business forward. I love it, bro. Man, that's dope, man. That's dope. I think it's important that it's actually kind of like life. You know what I mean? I think that's dope. Because, you know, a lot of places are like, oh, just leave a review. And then it's like, some, you, you don't feel like they really care like about your real opinion, you mm. know? But the fact that it's live like that, I'll be like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, they really do. This is, you know, just off you asking that question is just like, oh, yeah, I'm, this is my go-to. You know what I mean? And it's live and it's in the moment. Exactly. So yeah. they're not they're not having to like, Go home, couple hours pass, couple days pass, and mm-hmm. it's like no, 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 like right now. Yeah. While we're driving back to Seattle, yeah. What's up? Yep. Talk yeah. to me. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Yeah. And and man, it's that has been a beautiful element. Yeah, and I'm also curious too because, um, you know, that's part of the I guess a lesson that may have been learned is like, okay, how do I make it better? How do I improve it mm-hmm. as I go? Right? Because you know, you can't stop, but you also got to make sure you stop to taking feedback, like you said. Um, but what, what were some early lessons to get started um, to kind of get uh, to a place where you feel settled and kind of knowing, okay, this is this is moving, this has traction, and I can kind of like not rest, but I can kind of assess it differently than I did when I first started? Mm, great question. So I am really big on scaling mm-hmm. um, and automation mm-hmm. um, and outsourcing. Mm-hmm. So in 2019, it was all just me. Um, in May of 2019 is when we actually started Miles High Club because it would be a travesty not to use my last name with a hiking company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sure. would have been just a missed opportunity, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. You get it. You get it. So, so that's how we I, – I actually, like, incorporated Miles High Club at, in May. Mm-hmm. And then I was catastrophically burned out by the end of 2019. And so I then realized that I need help. And so – once I establish that I can't do this all on my own, and if I'm only able to take 250 people, what could I do if I just brought on one more person, right? So you know the, go, the good old saying, like, one pilot can take 1,000, but two can take 10, mm-hmm. 
right? Like that multiplication. Yeah. So, so um, I ended up bringing on my first person. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of him, I then had to figure out what is it that makes Miles High Club so great? Mm-hmm. What is it that has people booking? What is it that has people even coming back? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. And so I wrote everything down. I, I created an MHC playbook mm-hmm. so that it's like I was realizing that people at that time, 2019, were booking the hike because of me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want that mm-hmm. because that's not scalable. Yeah. yeah. I wanted them, all of the reviews. If you look at all the reviews in 2019, they all say booby this, booby that. If you look at the reviews in 2020 and beyond, they begin saying, Miles High Club this, yep. MHC that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then later on, they, they'll they like say whoever the guide was, yeah. right? But there's there's a theme because I wanted yeah. it to shift. That brand. I, yeah. It's about you the brand. get it. You yeah. get it. Yeah. And now that way, it's scalable. Now yeah. we can duplicate it. So yeah. what I did was, end of 2019 and in 2020, and especially because we had a lot of time to do it. Oh, yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah. with, with everything shutting down. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in that time, I really just built out the playbook. Yep. And I built out, like, what is it? What is the fabric of Miles High Club? Mm-hmm. And then if when I hire somebody else on, what does their onboarding look like? Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? And so now how do we scale that? Yeah. And then I start, in 2019, I was doing everything myself. I built yeah. the website myself. Yeah. I was running the social, like, I was doing everything myself. Yeah. And then I realized, I'm not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> the yep. first website sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it sucked. And shout out to my friends for, like, letting me know, but, like, also being gracious. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, like, they yeah, was yeah, kind yeah. with it, but yeah. they was like, all right, yeah. bro. Yeah. And I was like, yo, it's cool, bro. Like, like, it's cool. I'd start outsourcing everything. Like, I, I hired a social media manager. Mm-hmm. I hired uh, two web developers. I hired, so the website you saw, they created that. Yep, yep. It's far superior than yeah. what I created. Um, hired branding and marketing. Hired a lawyer. Hired an accountant. Yep. Hi, like, I built out a team because I'm like, I, I need to figure out strategy. Mm-hmm. And I need to figure out how we're going to grow and scale this. Yeah. I can't be into the day-to-day minutia stuff because that's not best where my efforts are because I'm also not the best in those spots. Yeah. So let me just yeah. hire the people that I know. That's great awareness too. Yeah. That's really good awareness. And I think it's a good lesson for people who are building, um, you know, I mean, I guess these are universal principles that, that apply to any venture, but, um, and, and it could be case by case, obviously, but I, I, that's really good information for people out there who are trying to go into, you know, their own ventures or already have something going. Yeah, definitely, man. That's that humbleness kicking in. Cause um, when I was younger, I I used to always be like, Nah, it's cool. I got it. I I got everything. It's cool. I, I don't need no whatever, you know. And mm-hmm. that's kind of how I was kind of operating. But you just realize, man, it's like life gets easier <laughs> when you ask for help. You know yeah. what I mean? Or like outsource that. You know. Yeah. And you know, this also goes back to, again the theme of people and mm-hmm. people putting me on and like people like me being just connected to people that would take me higher. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people that I just named, those different titles, mm-hmm. they actually found me mm-hmm. or they were my homies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm also really big on putting homies on mm-hmm. and not for free. Like I'll put bread in your pocket. Yeah. Like, cause if I'm making money off this, then why wouldn't I pay you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like, Oh no, it's a homie hookup. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're doing a service. Yeah. Like it's okay. Mm-hmm. And especially if I'm making money off of said service, it's okay. Yeah. And so, I found uh, two of my hiking guides in the mountains. Uh, yeah, that, like, literally me hiking in the mountains, and I ran into them. And I was like, oh, I really like you. Yeah. And next thing you know, that happened. Yeah. Uh, my social media manager, the first one that I had, she reached out to me mm-hmm. and was just like, yo, booby. And she was, a, like, influencer herself. Yeah. Super popping. Um, 
but she reached out to me like, yo, I've been, you know, following your page. I really love your brand. I love what you're doing. Yeah. And here's all the ways I think you can improve. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there on the phone with her writing three pages of notes. And then I stopped and I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. Why don't you do this and I pay you? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do this. Yeah. This is far too complex. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And also, I'm not the creative in that way. Yeah. I'm not the aesthetically pleasing creative. Like, yeah. I, I don't do that. Yeah. I'm the creative in, like, creating ideas and momentum and energy. Yeah. That's where I'm good at. Yeah. I'm not good at art and crafts yeah like, that's not yeah. me but it's like it's like you got to orchestrate it you know and you got to understand like okay what am i good at and what's needed and you look at what's needed and you figure out how to just you know fill those fill those roles but it's it's a it's a value exchange too right 100%. it's an opportunity you know um and you're creating those opportunities and if someone actually wants it and you know they they see themselves doing it then it's a win-win right it's a win-win. Yeah, definitely. It's a win-win. Because the experience, you know, that's the thing. Like, I, I always hear um, this quote from Issa Rae where she's like, network across, you know, not always networking up. And I think that's important, man, because you never know what people are capable of until you give them an opportunity, right? Bingo, I look at my lawyer. Yeah. That's a bad brother. That's a bad man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just graduated law school maybe like two or three years ago, right? And mm-hmm. he's killing and because i know so many other entrepreneurs in my own right mm-hmm. everybody's always looking for a lawyer yeah yeah so he yeah. the first person i put on yeah oh exactly no like he got me right yeah like i was writing my contracts at first yeah and then i started doing hikes with like amazon and other companies yeah. and he was like oh booby no <laughs> let me you. please rewrite yeah. these contracts yeah. for you yeah. and i'm like oh all right bet that was yeah. my bad that was my bad <laughs> no, i could have got sued yeah <laughs> but you're learning man and i think that's the biggest thing right you, 100%. everything is a learning lesson everything's a stepping stone even those like wins that are like big wins eventually become stepping stones right oh, to the next 100%. one um now i do want to get into this because i think you touched on it early on about and i was like it's crazy before this interview i was like researching um the myth bro about uh you know black folks um and nature and there's like a this gap this disconnect and part of it is true and then part of it is also kind of created um and designed for us to not be mm-hmm. um i guess are having access to that absolutely to, to, to the opportunity um but can you talk about like what you've seen from the from the work you've been doing in terms of like how it's been able to affect um, you know, us, our culture, and, and for yourself, you know what I mean? And why you think it's important for people to get more in touch with nature. Um, so let me tell you a story first. Let's go. So a good friend of mine who was also a hiking enthusiast, she was one of the people that I would go hiking with. She recently just moved um, to L.A. She would have, over Labor Day weekend, she would throw an annual hiking weekend trip. Mm. And so this is when we would go – um, all over the place, like some hikes that are super far out that you can't just do in a day, right? Mm-hmm. And we would make like, you know, three hikes, right? Like a hike every single day. And these be these beautiful hikes, some of the best I've ever done. Um, I went with her one time and we went out to British Columbia. And one of my favorite hikes that I've ever done is called Wichita Falls. So what you have to do is you go and you rent a kayak. And then you have to actually, uh, or a canoe rather, mm-hmm. and then you canoe through this river surrounded by mountains, and you do that for about a mile and a half, and then you get to the trailhead and start your hike. It was gorgeous, and I'll show you guys videos and stuff mm-hmm. after. Yeah, I didn't um, see that. And then you do your hike, yeah. and then you go to this absolutely beautiful waterfall with like turquoise water and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. It was a vibe. Yeah. All right. The reason why I bring this up though is because you have, I don't know, maybe 10 black people. And we're all canoeing, and we get to the trailhead. We have to bring our canoes onto shore. And there was maybe 
two or three other people that were actually on shore at that point at the trailhead, all white. Mm-hmm. One of the people were so blown away that they saw black people there that she literally was like, are you guys in a magazine or something? Like, is this for a photo shoot? Wow. Like, the concept oh, wow. of, of us being out at this spot with her, she couldn't fathom. So yeah. there, ha- she had to make up an excuse. Yeah. She had to give a rationale as to why we were there. Yeah. Not we were there. It's the same reason you're there. Yeah. yeah. That, like, that, how that, is it that, that wasn't possible. She's like, that could make sense. Yeah. How, yeah. Did, how did you find out about the hike that I go to? Yeah. 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 That, that part didn't cross yeah. her mind. Yeah. There had to be a reason that we were there, right? Or you have another hike that we did later on. We're all there, and this white woman came up, and again, it was like that shock factor that she saw us, yeah. and she came up and immediately tried grabbing my friend's hair. Like yeah. we were at a petting zoo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So so anyway, um, when I see these different types of things, we go back to the first question that I asked people at the end of the hike, what made you book? Mm-hmm. And a common answer I get is, oh, I saw it was black-owned. Yeah. Yeah. Because... You don't see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't see black owned hiking companies. Yeah. And so I, I really, again, just wanted to create this space. And, and it's so important to really break down all of these stigmas that we have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, or again, it goes back to accessibility. I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. A lot of people also just don't have cars yeah. in Seattle. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so it's like, no, 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 we'll provide transportation mm-hmm. because I want to break down any barrier that you think you have. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or I'll have older people that want to go hiking, but they're like, oh, I can't keep up with whatever. It's okay. Mm-hmm. There's there, Gold Creek Pond is phenomenal. Yeah. And that's ADA accessible. If yeah. you're in a wheelchair, you can do Gold Creek Pond. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's so many different hikes and it's really just like, all right, I want to get us out there. Yeah. Right. Or that's why I start partnering with different, um, different companies yeah. that have like affinity groups yep. right yep. and it's like okay cool let's actually sponsor an event to get us out there yeah right so like i partnered with ben yeah. uh black employee black network employee at amazon yeah. right yeah. like yeah. let's get all these people out yeah, yeah. right and, and really also making it fun yeah, yeah. right like yeah. we can listen to hip-hop and stuff and yeah. do the swag surf as we're driving there yeah. Yeah. safely yeah. obviously <laughs> right but we can do this as we're yeah. going and then get out there yeah. and have a great time still in nature yeah. surrounded by trees and white people yeah like it's okay yeah, yeah. i remember yeah. i was driving i used to work at um this other company and i was talking with my colleague at the time and she had just left rei to join that com- the company that company i was used to be at and she was like oh what do you do and i said oh yeah you know like i do this and then i have my own hiking business i cannot make this up this woman pulled off the road stopped her car pulled onto the shoulder and she looked at me she you do what <laughs> and i was like oh yeah yeah like i got a hiking company yeah, yeah. and the reason he said got, you gotta say it confidently yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't stutter yeah i didn't <laughs> and the reason why i got brought up is because yeah. at that moment i was thinking about cars and i was thinking about transporting people and i was like how many how many people fit in this car so i'm looking at her car mm-hmm. and then that's why she's like what makes you ask and that's how i got brought up she said we used to do studies at rei on why minorities don't hike mm. wow where have you been like what like what we did studies yeah. on this yeah. yeah and it was like now, there's mad articles online I'm referring to this. I call it the myth because it's real, bro. Like, there's yeah. people out here really doing the work you're doing, and um, it needs to be highlighted, right? Because, you know, even myself personally, bro, like, I can, I don't, I can, put, I could probably count on my hand how many times I've been hiking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and it ain't five. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it's important because it's so intriguing, and I know the effects it can have. 
because I've seen it in friends of mine who go hiking and they tell me about it. And I'm like, damn, cool. I don't know when I'm going to go, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and so by me doing this and by me, like, getting my name out there, by me connecting with other people, yeah. I'm then finding a whole bunch of other black people that are hiking. Mm-hmm. And not just leisurely hiking, but doing it on a scale. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is awesome. There was this one company I just got connected with. And forgive me if I get the name of it wrong, but I think it's Refuge Outdoor. Okay. Um, She's killing the game. Yep. And she's having, like, camping camping sites yep. and, and, like, connecting with other businesses to really help youth get outdoors. And mm-hmm. it is absolutely beautiful yeah, and yeah, phenomenal, yeah. right? And, I, and, and I've, I've really just had the luxury of meeting a lot of other really dope people yeah. who are doing phenomenal things. And it's like, why don't more people know? Yeah. And that's the part where it's like, okay – this is great. This is cool. But how do we get it bigger? How yeah. do we let more people know exposure. what we're doing? How do we get the proper exposure? exposure? It's coming, bro. It's coming. And I think I think part of it is, again, doing the work, doing the due diligence and, and laying those bricks, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it, eventually it will it will grow and it will get to who it's supposed to get to. And, and you know, um, you're making your contribution, right? Um, every, we're all making our contributions and you're making your contribution for sure, bro. I know it's... Yeah. I know it's definitely impacting a lot of people. Yeah. I feel like you left me no excuse. Like, <laughs> no, that's. I mean, like, for real, because I was on the same thing as Robbie, where I'm like, man. I'm running out of excuses, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm especially like, with Ish, I'm bro. like, it like, sounds I'm, good. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. then I'm like, man, I don't know. But, like, now I'm like, man. You have no I reason. Think, I, yeah. Like, I, I, it might be time. You know look, what I'm saying? I mean, because I'm telling you, there's so many hikes that if you just go down 90. Yeah. Bro, yeah. there's so many hikes just on yeah. 90 alone that are right there yeah right and it's like yeah let, yeah give it one saturday yeah, you'll be, no, you'll be back yeah, by on, one on everything you know you know yeah. like you'll still have the rest of your day yeah you'll nah, be back man, by it's one. real man it's real man you're breaking down those barriers man yeah. you know what i'm saying it, we belong in nature we've been in nature yeah. you know yeah, what i'm absolutely. saying the healing properties that are in nature are unreal there's yeah. this uh japanese meditative technique called forest bathing and the origins of it were people actually like really um getting into the water and like really letting it cleanse you. But the, the idea behind it is that nature is all alive and it's all around us. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they would go into nature and they would really meditate there and let the healing properties and the life that's around them and the amount of oxygen that's around them heal them. And they would meditate on that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you can take it a step further and you start talking about mindfulness training. Right. And so one aspect of mindfulness training is around, um, when you get really stressed out and there's something going on that's messing up your, your hormonal balance, what do you do to calm yourself back down? Well, what you can do then is you can go into nature. You can think about the healing properties that you had while you were in nature. You can think about the peace that you felt at that time. You could think about the happiness that you had. You could think about the beautiful views. Mm-hmm. And when you are stressed out or anxious or anything like that, you can then remind yourself of those moments to help calm yourself back down mm. from a mindfulness perspective. Yeah. And those are just two of the benefits, yeah. right? Yeah. We don't, we're not even getting to like the health components, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Yeah. like you are in great cardio shape if you're yeah, hiking all the time. No, yeah. right? For sure, yeah. bro. You know, it's, like. it's it's so beneficial, man. And I think again, bro, you're 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 kind of providing that runway, right? Because it's about representation, right? That's what this show is about as well. We, we want people to see the faces and the images of those who are taking up space in certain industries where we're not being represented, bro. And you're representing for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying. Taking us higher. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. Yeah, man. Um, now I do want to also give you a chance to kind of speak to. Um, the future outlook, man. Like, what what excites you about the future 
And what do you kind of look forward to for, for Miles High Club and yourself, obviously, and your team? But what do you see? Go ahead, Kanye. Give me the Kanye vision. <laughs> so, um, so last year we had a uh, great milestone where we ended up taking 650 people hiking mm. um, just last year. And so that was beautiful. This year, though, I'm really excited to try and take kids hiking. And again, this goes back to me talking to so many of my peers who are from Seattle yeah. who have either never been hiking or don't go hiking yeah. and they're from here. Yeah. Right. And so it was like, okay, cool. How can we actually change this from an early, from yes. an early age? Yes. And so I want to partner with a lot of different schools. I actually have a meeting, um, next week yes. with a member of the school board to talk through how we can get miles high club into these Let's schools go. to start taking oh, minority man. kids hiking. Wow. And so I'm, I'm super excited about that. I'm excited um, about that too. I think too. that can be absolutely great. I'm also really excited. I've been heavily looking for a black woman hiking guide. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we actually just made an offer and it was accepted. And so I'm super excited to get some more representation from that front as yes. well. Yes. Um, and I'm really excited about that. I'm also really excited to really grow and potentially, this isn't in the near future, but at some point start franchising Miles High Club around. Mm. Seattle is not the only place where mountains are. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Right. I've had conversations with people out in Boston. I've had conversations with people in Arizona. Yep. I've had conversations with people in Colorado. Like, oh, you should bring Miles High Club here. Yes. And so that idea is very intriguing to me. Obviously, there's a whole lot that we have to figure <laughs> out before yeah, that happens. Yeah. But that's also something else that, that's like in the future that I would love to start seeing yes. Miles High Club in different areas where I see mountains. it. Oh yeah. yeah, I see it, bro. That I that would be absolutely beautiful. I so, see it with you. So those those are like some of the main things that are on my forefront right now, like really figuring that out. Yeah, um, definitely figuring out how what that looks like, yeah. what we can do, mm -hmm. um, especially the kid thing like that. I'm just so yeah. excited yeah. for that. Yeah, that's something that definitely popped up during this conversation in my head. I was just yeah. like, man. Youth. And and I I I I'm I'm interested in youth. Specifically black youth. Yes. Specifically black youth. Yeah. I took um communion hiking, uh, mm -hmm. the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Uh shout out to Damon. And I took them hiking and there was one lady there who was like the head chef. She was like, Oh man. I remember when I was really young, there was this outdoor group that took us hiking, and I had so much fun. And, man, I just wish I could hike more. Hearing that, I was like, man, mm -hmm. imagine if I can take 200 kids a year yeah. and what that can do for them later, yes. right? Like, break down, again, all these stigmas. Yep. Break yep. down these barriers. My favorite thing when I'm on a hike is seeing families hike. Mm-hmm. Because that's just that's so beautiful, like yeah. seeing a mother, a father, and like a couple of kids, like that's that's beautiful yeah. to see. Yeah, and it's never minority kids. Yeah. yeah, and so trying to change that at an early age is that's something I'm super excited. That's powerful, about. bro. Definitely, definitely, man. The vision is clear, bro. I see it with you, bro. Thank you. And it's 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 gonna happen. Oh, if, 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 I'll say it. it's gonna oh, yeah, happen. Definitely. It already definitely, happened. Man. It already happened. We just ain't there yet. We just not there yet. From your mouth to God's ears. Yeah, come on, man. God, you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm excited, though, man. And, and again, I'm inspired by the work you do, bro. Definitely, man. It's, mm, it's, thank you. And I'm definitely going to come on a hike, bro. Yeah, I heard it look, here. Look, On the look, record, bro. On the record. Count me in, bro. You too? Right. Count me in. You coming? All okay, right. boom. The whole That's squad. Three. That's the whole three. Squad. Is that four? 
Oh, it's three to pause. Three to pause. Oh man, bro. Um, thank you for sharing that vision, bro. I appreciate it. Um, now before we get our guests out of here, or or actually, yeah, definitely want to <laughs> give you a chance to, yeah. uh, you know, social media, the website. Yes. How can they tap find in? You? How can people tap in? Yes, yes, you know, yes, so. yes, yes. So you can find us at Miles M I L E S Hike H I K E Club C L U B on everything. Nice. That is MilesHighClub.com. That mm-hmm. is MilesHighClub on Instagram. That is MilesHighClub on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And also a special shout out to my social media manager who is crushing it. Yes. Like the things he's producing, I'm just like, bro, I'm yeah. so happy I have yeah. you. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no way I'd be able to yeah. do it, right? Yeah. And shout out to the social media manager before him who paved the way for him, yes. right? Like yes. I'm, yes. I'm telling you, I've just been so fortunate with so many yeah, amazing man. all-stars on this team. Yeah, come on, man. So, so man. that's how you can find us. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions or concerns, there is a contact, uh, contact us page on mm-hmm. the website, mm-hmm. but it's also contact at milesightclub.com if you have any questions or concerns. Yes, sir. Nice. Come on, man. No excuses, y'all. If y'all heard, no if y'all excuses. y'all hearing it here, there's no excuse. Gave you every way to get in touch. Absolutely. I should be taking my own advice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, man. So before we get our guests out of here, we always ask this question. So if you can, my brother, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up, and why? Ooh. Um. Surprisingly, it's actually patience. Mm. So. Uh, you know, before we start going live, we were having a conversation about like writing down all these goals mm-hmm. and like crushing these goals and mm-hmm. doing all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I used to do that. I, I would, I would, oh man, I was notorious for having sticky notes all over my desk, yeah. all over the place with all these notes. And I was realizing um, that that was actually causing levels of anxiety because I was always looking at that and realizing there's so much I have to do. Mm-hmm. And so now what I do is I just try and tackle one thing every day. And, I, and, and that compounded interest, that compounded momentum mm-hmm. has actually paid way more dividends than me trying to knock out a whole bunch of things in a week, right? Yeah. Like just one thing every day, but being consistent in that. Yep. And so the reason why I say patience is because I, by me actually slowing down has actually caused me to go forward faster. Yep. Because now it's like, no, 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 I've actually thought through these things clearly. Mm-hmm. I've actually made very clear decisions because my mind is not bogged down yep. by all the decisions I have to make. Yep. I'm just r- focusing on one decision and actually doing it well and executing at a really high level, mm-hmm. clearly and succinctly. And I know that when I'm done with that, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, yeah, I did it and I knocked off a piece of it. Now I got to keep coming back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm done. So yeah. it's actually patience. That's really my word for the year. I love it. Uh, and, and it's really helped me just in all areas of my life. Yep. Come on, man. I just got some game from that right now. Come on. I'm not going to lie. No, that's real. <laughs> yeah, definitely going to apply that, too. That's so yeah. real, bro. Yeah. I love that. Patience is key, man. Patience yeah. is everything, bro. And, and, and it's something that I, I haven't done for 30 years. Yeah. So, yeah. so let, let me also be very clear. <laughs> yeah. This is the antithesis of who I am. Yeah, right? man. And, and I realized, like, look, I was doing stuff for 29 years, and, and it got me really far. And, yeah. it, and, it, yeah. and I accomplished a lot, but it's also just like, what you did to get you where you are is not going to be what exactly. you're going to do to get to where you're going. Exactly. And so I just right. really had to realize that, like, okay, let's try something new and let's see how far can we take this rocket yeah. ship. No, patience is everything. And I think what you said is, is super key. Like, we have to – what I say is we, we try to remain in our true essence, but we have to create new versions of ourselves. 100%. Every every step of the way, right? 100%. Um, that's big, man. Well, man, uh, Booby, bro, this has been a very um, – 
elevating conversation. He said, I have to try to find him. I don't know, man. I'm trying to find I'm trying to find the right words, man. He saw me searching for the words. All the puns are on point. Come on, bro. I love it. Come on, man. Uh, but man, this has definitely been a really great conversation and, and I'm pretty sure and almost certain anybody who's been listening or watching can take something from this and, and go higher, right? I'm, yes, I'm, I'm yes, on point right now, man. I'm on point. Cut me a check or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, but no, nah, man, again, bro, keep keep doing the work, bro. Um, definitely, man. We wish you the best of luck moving man, forward always, bro. You already know that. And you got support with us here at the Up Thank Up you. always. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, I think it's safe to say, man, James Booby, Miles, and the whole Miles Hype Club team are officially members of the Up and Up. Can we hey, get a round sir. of applause? It's an honor. Give it up. Give yeah. it up. It's an honor. Thank you. My brother. Thank you, boss. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the Up and Up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire Up and Up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the Up and Up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the Up and Up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the Up and Up.